Hello. Ring the bell. Make it official. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to a voice from the ever change, the Q and A session. <clears throat> so today will be a little bit different. This uh, episode, episode five question and answer will be a little bit different than the previous episodes and that I'll just uh, I will do a guided meditation again going into silence and we'll just meditate uh, for a brief moment uh, to kind of get the energy settled and then I will address a couple of questions I received uh, interestingly enough uh, the questions that I will be talking about today uh, are about love and loving-kindness practice um, apparently one of the poems that I read a few episodes ago um, was a lot about love. So that brought up some questions for some people. And then uh, yesterday's episode on uh, metta practice or loving kindness practice also uh, brought up some questions. Now, I might not be able to get to all of the questions today. What a wonderful problem to have. Um, so if that does happen, I will probably offer another Q&A session uh, sometime uh, throughout the week to try to uh, keep up with the flow. By the way, do keep those uh, questions coming in. I love to receive those questions. It gives me uh, something to think about, and it also gives me um, a point of reference to where uh, my teachings are connecting with people. Also, if you're hesitant about sending a question over, uh, please know that your question, if you uh, have the capability of verbalizing it and sending it over, that question might be the same question that's on many people's minds and hearts, but they don't have, for whatever reason, the ability to verbalize it. So you could be helping many, many people uh, by sending a question over. Uh, so in that sense, considering each question as an act of generosity. Uh, that can be a beautiful thing. Okay, so again, I'll ring the bell, I'll guide us into a meditation practice, and then I will uh, address the questions that arose. Enjoy. So allowing the body to rest, allowing the mind and heart to rest, just coming into this present moment experience. Noticing the breath as it enters the nose and leaves the nose, you might notice a cool sensation, perhaps a dry sensation there at the nose. You might notice the temperature is slightly different in one nostril over the other, or perhaps breathing in more air through one nostril over the other. Noticing the breath as it touches the back of the throat. There might be a tingling or perhaps a dry sensation there. Or you might simply notice the temperature changing from cooler to warmer as you inhale and exhale. 
Noticing the rib cage expanding and contracting as you breathe in and breathe out, the sensations of clothing moving to adjust with the rising and falling of the body. You might also notice the abdomen rising and falling with each breath. There might be sensations of the back moving out as you breathe in and in as you breathe out. And you might also notice the shoulders rising and falling with each breath. Remembering sensations of the breath are always present moment experiences, allowing those sensations to ground your awareness in the right here and right now. And if thoughts arise, you can label those thoughts thinking, which will allow the thoughts to go, gently returning back to the present moment experience. And while resting in the experience of breathing, sensations from the nose to the abdomen, the abdomen to the nose. You might also notice sensations of clothing resting against the shoulders. Noticing the arms resting against the body or the chair. Noticing the hands resting against the body or perhaps they're touching each other. You might also notice sensations of clothing against the back. The weight of the body against the chair, cushion, mat or floor. You might notice sensations of clothing against the legs, the feet against the mat or the floor. While resting in this present moment experience of breath and body, noticing sensations arising from the top of the head Also noticing any sensations arising from the back of the head and the back of the neck. There might be sensations arising from the ears, the sides of the neck. Allowing awareness to expand into the face, noticing any sensations arising from the cheeks of the face the chin and the lips, the nose and the eyes, noticing sensations at the forehead, and resting awareness back at the top of the head.
just rest there in this present moment experience, recognizing that sensations of breath and body are always right now, this present moment, and just rest. And while resting with the breath and body, allowing awareness to expand to include any sounds which might be available during this present moment meditation experience. There might be the sound of birds singing outside your window or perhaps a car driving by Perhaps you can hear a neighbor playing music or a television. Not focusing on any one particular sound, but rather experiencing the entire field of sounds. Hearing all of the sounds all at the same time. As if you were listening to the universe orchestrate the soundtrack of the present moment. And in addition to any sounds, paying close attention to the quality of still silence, which permeates the present moment. There's always this silent, still quality of experience. And so we'll rest right there, maintaining awareness on the sensations of the breath, the body, silence and sound, and just rest, breathing in and breathing out. Okay, so that's the meditation portion of the Q&A episode of A Voice from the Ever Change. Uh, and I'll talk, I'll address the first question. 
And so this questioner wrote in, he said, uh, in regards to one of the poems that I read, where I was talking about love, and I'll read the whole poem in a moment. Uh, but the question was uh, in regards to the idea of love having no opposite. And this questioner wrote in, he says, he, he asks, I thought hate was the opposite of love. So could I please uh, explain that a little bit uh, further? It's my pleasure to do so. So here's the whole poem in its entirety. All beings are born with love in their heart. It is the same love in all beings. Love isn't a matter of choice. It doesn't come in and out of fashion, nor is it contingent upon beliefs or any particular faith. Love is not diminished by confusion nor augmented by intelligence. It is not created and thus it can never be destroyed. This is a love beyond time beyond any cause or condition. This love has no opposite. Therefore, its employment takes the many and creates the one. The techniques we learn in refining ourself allows our love, our truth, our birthright, our gift to shine. So the stanza, I believe, that brought up the question, this is a love beyond time, beyond any cause or condition. This love has no opposite. Therefore, its employment takes the many and creates the one. So I think we need to be clear first on this love that I'm pointing at in this poem. This isn't a romantic love. This isn't a love between uh, two people. This is a love that requires no object at all. In fact, uh, it only requires an opening into the heart. So the idea of hate being an opposite to love, that's very common, but that really only pertains to a romantic love or a love between friends. So this love that has no opposite, where, how do we connect with that? How do we relate to that? Well, it was the great sage Krishnamurti, who once pointed out, the highest form of human intelligence is the ability to see ourselves through the eyes of non-judgment. And to follow up on that, I'll use another quote from another great sage, Ram Das, who was quoted as saying, love is the absence of judgment. And I know that quote is actually credited to both Ram Das and the Dalai Lama. So 
uh, give credit where credit is due. I hope, I'm sure uh, that sentiment rings true to both of those uh, great hearts. So how do we experience this non-judgment, right? That's the idea. How, how do we contact this love that's beyond judgment? Well, where do our judgments reside? They reside in our thinking mind, right? You notice your thoughts. It's generally a thought about something isn't right or something is more right or something is less right. This habit of the human mind to judge each experience, comparing each experience to the last experience or comparing it to a different experience that we would rather be having. This clouds this love that's always here. It's always here in the heart. It's always here in our presence, this love. It's just covered up by the thinking mind. And so when I teach, if, if any of you listening to this have taken meditation classes with me or if you've heard me talk about meditation, uh, even on the past couple of uh, video casts, I talk about using the word thinking to yourself when you notice your mind is off in thought. You just say the word thinking to yourself because when we're distracted by thought, we're no longer aware and in touch with the present moment. We're just in that thought. It's a state of unawareness. Now when you say thinking, you're shining the light of awareness on an unaware state. They can't coexist, right? So you say thinking, that allows that unaware state of thought to dissolve. And so coming back to this love, we can be in this state all of the time. We can be intimate with the present moment. You just allow the mind to settle into what's arising right now. You can be in love with your breath. You just feel the breath, you don't judge it. This or that, right or wrong, deep or shallow. Just feel the breath. More accurately, rest in the experience of breathing. When the mind is at rest, the body is at rest, the heart is at rest, there's no judgment possible. The judging mind is not the resting mind. The judging heart is not the resting heart. And so the, this idea of hate, even when hate arises, we can see it's so small, it's so petty, 
It's so trapped in this dark, poisonous, judging energy. So we just say thinking to that, because that's all thought. Hate can't arise in the non-judging mind. Hate can't arise in the resting mind and heart. It can't, it can't exist there. So when we catch ourselves judging, even if we think there's something really wrong, come back to the resting, come back to the love, come back to that peace, that silence. Now that doesn't mean we condone bad behavior, doesn't mean we allow the wrong to continue happening. But when we move forward to change what we interpret to be bad behavior, somebody's transgressing against us, we don't need to condone that. We don't need to love that behavior of that other person. We can come back to the resting and move forward from that resting place to address that situation. There's much more power in that. If we move forward out of ego, we move forward to address that situation with our muscles flexed, with our fists clenches, clenched rather. <laughs> that person comes back at us with their fists clenched, their muscles tensed, with their face writhing in anger. But when we move forward with compassion in this silent space of loving kindness, we can see that the other person is transgressing against us or against other people because they are hurt themselves. And we can try to help them see that what they're doing is hurting other people and hurting themselves at the same time. I know that's a radical way of thinking to some, to many. Some say it can't be done. I disagree. In fact, I think, well, I don't think, I know that it, eventually it must be done. That we must learn to come together as a universal family, as a tribe a global tribe. So this love that has no opposite, it creates the one from the many. And so it all starts with connecting with that silent space, that resting mind, the resting body, the resting heart. And so I hope that answers the question of the questioner. I hope they're watching or hopefully this video will reach them. 
Uh, if there are any further questions about that, uh, please do send those along and send any other questions that might come up about meditation, about philosophy, about life, <laughs> about love. And so I keep coming back to this when I talk about the, the COVID pandemic. We have to stop pointing fingers. We have to stop judging each other. So a particular world leader says some very inaccurate things. That's their conditioning. That's the mind that they're trapped in. Unfortunately, that will probably lead a lot of people into a path of suffering. Hopefully, the voices of sanity, the voices of science, the voices of doctors that know better will ring true. I too have been guilty of lashing out at politicians. That energy doesn't do anyone any good. So for myself, each time I find myself moving forward in that way, try to move forward with loving kindness. Maybe not to that politician, but maybe to somebody else. Maybe to a cat. Maybe to a friend reaching out to them. I haven't seen them in years. Making sure they're okay in this time of crisis. Some act of loving kindness to counterbalance the poison that's being sent into the world through ignorance. Because again, if, if we notice that ignorance, we notice that uh, voice that's doing harm and we try to lash out, they just lash back and we lash back and that just leads to never-ending conflict, never-ending poison, never-ending hate. If we're going to heal from this pandemic, that needs to stop. So, to bring this session to a close, I ask, I request, I beg that we can all move forward with loving kindness. As tempting as it might be to slam the door on somebody because we don't agree with what they're saying or we know what they're saying is not right. Plant the seeds of loving kindness into the soil so that in the future, those seeds will bear fruit. Very, very likely that if you're watching this, I'm already preaching to the choir. 
but perhaps this might fall on ears that need to hear it. And in any case, I hope my words are of benefit. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to A Voice from the Ever Change. I'll be picking this up tomorrow at the same time, 7 p.m. Thailand time, 8 a.m. East Coast time in America. I'll be resuming reading the poems from my book, A Voice from the Ever Change. If you'd like a PDF of the book, please message me with your email address. Uh, and I will send out PDFs. You can read the poems as I read them aloud. Uh, many people find that beneficial. Again, any questions, please do message me. I'll be doing a Q&A. The next one is scheduled at the same time next week. I might do one perhaps Wednesday around noontime as well uh, to try to address all the flow of questions that are coming in. With much love, with much light, I wish you all safety, health, happiness, love, joy. Be well. Thank you.